Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is 2 Corinthians 9. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would desire to do good for you. We would look for opportunities and be excited and happy to participate in your work. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. 2 Corinthians 9. For it is unnecessary for me to write to you concerning the ministry to the saints, because I know your readiness to help, concerning which I keep on boasting to the Macedonians about you, that Achaia has been ready to help since last year, and your zeal has stirred up the majority of them. But I am sending the brothers in order that our boasting about you would not prove to be empty in this case, so that you may be prepared, just as I was saying, Lest somehow, if Macedonians should come with me and find you unprepared, we, not to speak of you, would be humiliated in connection with this project. Therefore, I consider it necessary to urge the brothers that they should go on ahead to you and make arrangements in advance for your generous gift that was promised previously, so that this would be prepared as a generous gift and not as grudgingly granted. Now, the point is this. The one who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and the one who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one should give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or from compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to cause all grace to abound to you, so that in everything, at all times, because you have enough of everything, you may overflow in every good work, just as it is written, He scattered widely, he gave to the poor, his righteousness remains forever. Now the one who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will provide and multiply your seed and will cause the harvest of your righteousness to grow, being made rich in every way for all generosity, which is producing through us thanksgiving to God. Because the service of this ministry is not only supplying the needs of the saints, but also is overflowing through many expressions of thanksgiving to God. Through the proven character of this service, They will glorify God because of the submission of your confession to the gospel of Christ and the generosity of your participation toward them and toward everyone. And they are longing for you in their prayers for you because of the surpassing grace of God to you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. Paul started the subject of the collection for the saints in Jerusalem in chapter 8. In that chapter, Paul spent some time on the people who Paul was sending for this work. Now in chapter 9, Paul is encouraging the Corinthian Christians to participate generously. He starts out by saying that there isn't a need for him to say anything, since they had been excited about this for a year. In fact, Paul says he has told the Christians in Macedonia about the Christians in Corinth, and the province of Achaia, to encourage the Macedonians to give generously. This is a bit funny, because in chapter 8, Paul had been telling the Corinthians how well the Macedonian Christians were giving. So Paul is using the example of each to encourage the other. But now, Paul says he wants to be sure that the Corinthians really are as excited and generous as he has been saying they were. So, he and they aren't embarrassed by a poor showing. Then, Paul gives some reasons why they should give generously. They all point to God. First, he says that he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. This is true in farming and true in life. The more you put in, the more you get out. But what you get isn't exactly the same as you put in. You put in money, it doesn't mean that you will get twice the money out. 
but you will get more out spiritually. Paul mentions their attitude in giving. God loves a cheerful giver. Then Paul says that God is able to provide them enough so that they will have what they need and enough to help others. Paul says that God will cause the harvest of their righteousness to grow. So Paul isn't promising them that they will become rich in money by donating. He is saying that God will make sure they have enough and that God will give them great returns in spiritual blessings. Then Paul explains more about what he hopes this whole project will accomplish. First, of course, the money will meet the physical needs of poor Christians in Jerusalem. But then that will cause them to be thankful. And then they will be praying for the Christians in Corinth and the other places as they feel connected to them. And they will glorify God. There were problems in the early church between Jewish Christians and Gentile Christians. So Paul sees this as an opportunity to help unify the church to the end that they all glorify God. And Paul ends this chapter glorifying God, who has given the much greater gift of salvation. And now for a deeper dive. It may seem like Paul is being a bit manipulative here. He's telling the Macedonians that the Corinthians are getting ready to give generously to encourage them. He is telling the Corinthian Christians how well the Macedonian Christians are giving. He is telling the Corinthian Christians how much he is told about their generosity. Well, I'll go so far as to say that Paul is using every tool he can think of to encourage this work. But Paul is also being careful about how he does this. Paul is not lying to anyone about the other or even stretching the truth. The Corinthians had been excited about the project and wanted to participate. Paul's reminding them of that to keep them encouraged. Sometimes when a project goes on for a year, we can lose the excitement and it can become more of a chore. So Paul is trying to stir them up. But Paul is straightforward in what he is saying to them. He isn't trying to get them to do this using trickery. He means everything he says. He is happy with the way the Corinthians were excited about the project, and he really hopes they finish as strong as they started. He is happy with the way the Macedonians were giving from their heart. So Paul is finding the good in each to use for encouragement. And Paul is looking for the greater good of everyone in this project. This isn't a way for Paul to line his pocket. So, what good would you like to see for God? How can you encourage others to do good work for God? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.